Hello, we will be discussing what battle was the most important within the Civil War. But first, we will count down starting what I believe are the top three most important. Starting off, we have the Bull Run. The Bull Run happened on July 21st, 1861. In Virginia, this event began with around 35,000 troops from the Union that marched away from Washington, D.C., to go and strike a Confederate force that had around 20,000 people along a smaller river, giving it the name of the Bull Run. Now, this was important because it gave off the very first impression that the war would be long-lasting, and that it wouldn't just go away within a month or so. Now, with that, the people who were victorious were the Confederates. At the end, the troops sent from Washington ended up retreating back into the safety of D.C. The second battle is a very significant one. Um, It's the Battle of Gettysburg. This battle lasted a few days and went from July 1st to the 3rd, and it happened in 1863, ending with a Union victory while being fought in Pennsylvania. Now, along with the Bull Run, this was a significant point in the Civil War. I mean, all of the battles were, but this one is different. Gettysburg ended with Confederate Robert Lee's mission to invade the North, which he said would have brought a close to the Civil War. And finally, the last battle that will be brought up is the Battle of Fort Sumter. It was fought on April 12, 1861, in South Carolina. This battle is known as the first shots of the Civil War. And the Union supply ships were heading out to the fort in South Carolina to restock the supplies there. As the ships were nearing the fort, the Confederates nearby had bombed the supply ships, leading to the very first battle of the Civil War, concluding as a confederate victory. And now that there's some background information and the list on what I believe are the most important battles in the war, it is time to go over which one of the three is the most important. So out of them all, the Battle of Fort Sumter was the most important. The the battle solidified the beginning of the Civil War and whether It is the South bombing the North, or the Confederates attacking Union troops. The first shots that started it are the most important, leading to the conclusion that all of the other battles were very crucial to the development of the war. Fort Sumter was the most important. Alright, so going on to important technology that was used in the Civil War, there were a lot of different inventions and innovations that were used. So the first thing that will be covered is rifling. And it was originally made in 1498, which is quite a while from the Civil War itself, but it was created and first used in Germany. And at the start of the Civil War, that was the first time it was used in America. Although it was the first time American groups, they already knew that there would be an advantage with it. And with rifling, it made shooting a rifle easier and more accurate, faster, and not to mention even more deadly. 
It made the shooting range longer, making it even easier and more likely that a single shot could kill someone. And so, before rifling was used, they used muskets. And while they're still powerful and dangerous weapons, being a gun, they weren't that accurate. When it is loaded and shot, the barrel of the gun is smooth, and the musket ball hits the barrel and fires upwards. The difference between the musket and the rifle is that there are faster loading times and, as said earlier, more accurate shooting. And that is because there are grooves in the barrel of the rifle, which is what rifling is. I mean, if you didn't know that. Um, anyways, this greatly impacted the war because rifling made the gunfire fly straight instead of upwards. And in open field combat, it was deadly because sometimes a lot of the troops went right in front of each other in open areas and the bullets that were fired are very powerful and upon impact could kill the human anyways now moving on to the next um, piece of technology is the transcontinental railroad now the first tracks of the railroad were built and placed in 1863 but overall completed in may 1869 the Transcontinental Railroad connected places and states all across the continent. It also had allowed people, I mean troops, to travel faster and it brought supplies as well as backup. And before the railroad system, these people would travel in wagons, on foot, or on horse. and. That way of travel took way more time than it did to just, well, hop onto a train. And, I mean, this did require less power and energy from all of the people involved, and it was able to transport supplies to groups already on the field. Overall, affecting the Civil War tactics greatly, and this also allowed for sneak attacks at first when the Confederates didn't think about the possibility of the Union using the railroads for battle. And going on to the next one we will cover, and last, um, is Morse code. This was made in 1838 by Samuel F.B. Morse. Morse code was a new way of instant communication, and it allowed people to send messages far away in a decent amount of time, in the form of dots and dashes, that is. But before the telegraph and Morse code were invented, they used a mailing system called the Pony Express. And it was a horse-based mail delivery system, if you couldn't guess. But this meant that people rode one way to each location that had mail to be delivered. And this meant that the people who were waiting, and I mean, specifically generals and soldiers, wouldn't get their mail or orders for around 10 days or so. And this actually affected the war greatly. Morse code is where President Lincoln spent a good time in his office translating and sending these coded messages to and from. And with Abraham Lincoln not knowing much about combat, his communication skills were able to help and get an advantage of the well-used Morse code. Now, 
In total, out of all the different pieces of technology reviewed, I believe the best was the Transcontinental Railroad. It was the most used, and it allowed for troops soldiers to travel. Overall, it would also give them more time to prepare and make sure they had enough gear and supplies to help increase the chances of soldiers' survival. We will talk about three documents um, that were created either before or during the Civil War. Some are documents, some may be speeches that were given, but all of them would have either influenced or affected the, uh, the Civil War. So starting off, we have the Emancipation Proclamation. The proclamation basically freed all and any enslaved Americans, and it allowed them to go to war as well as to fight for and with the Union. And um, it was published um, by Abraham Lincoln, and it was issued on January 1st, 1863. Uh, And technically, the South and Black Americans were more affected by this proclamation because the uh the south disliked the fact that it allowed the uh all people to be free and have normal rights on the other hand it greatly affected the slaves because they no longer were forced to work and then they could fight in a war that started by slaves wanting that said freedom um and this changed the war greatly with the addition of the Emancipation Proclamation, it allowed for more people to be with the Union and fight alongside them as well. So moving on, uh, after that we have the Gettysburg Address, which I said earlier, this is not a paper document. It's been recorded on paper, written on paper, however you want to state that. But this was originally a speech that Mr. Abraham Lincoln gave. Um, And he said this, it wasn't just to win the war. He also portrayed that the war wasn't to save the Union, but it was to gain equality for everyone. And that changed a lot of people's minds about it. And this was um, said in 1863 as well. And the groups that were affected by the document were mainly the North. Um, Well, that doesn't really affect the war. It does. Because the North, um, I got the message. It boosted morale of soldiers, and it overall got more people to join in on fighting in the war, since they knew exactly what it was they were fighting for, and since they could all agree on what on that one thing. And the this document, I mean speech, changed the influence, the war, a lot. Um, it. Well, it didn't influence it as much as some other documents, like the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, it definitely, I mean, it brought hope. And as said earlier, a moral boost.
Now, moving on, we have Lincoln's first inaugural address. I hope I said that correctly. Um, and this was before the Civil War, correct? Though, if you dig deeper into the text or statement, it shows part of the reason why when Abraham Lincoln was elected, the Confederates, well, decided to become the Confederates and not part of the Union. Um, he goes through and says that he isn't really against slavery, but he isn't for it either. And he just states that it is his job to protect what he had joined into. And um, it affected the Southerners quite a bit because they disliked that he wasn't directly for slavery. And they didn't want their slaves to be taken away from them because who would be doing their work? But they thought it was a privilege that they had to have slaves. And that ultimately was leading to the cause of the two sides, the Union and the Confederacy. This only influenced the war. It, it was Mr. Lincoln here that says, I have no purpose directly or indirectly to interfere with the institution of slavery in the states where it exists. I believe I have no lawful right to do so, and I have no inclination to do so. In your hands, my dissatisfied fellow countrymen, and not in mine, is the momentous issue of the Civil War. The government will not assassinate you. You have no conflict without being ourselves in the aggressors. And here it proves that it wasn't really made for the war, but before it, and leading to some, well, causes and opinions going into the war. And overall, which was the most important script? Uh, that's a difficult choice. Um, although it wasn't created in the Civil War, I mean, it was when they knew the war was going to happen, but I believe that it was one of the most important ones. Um, the first inaugural address by President Lincoln greatly affected the war in many ways. It gave off that main opinion on how Abraham Lincoln was going to stand and how he wanted to run this. So, so now um, we are going to talk about some important people of the Civil War. And going through each person, it will cover more people from the Confederate States than the Union. And that's just because there's already more out there about the Union. Um, anyways, so moving on, we have our first person, Robert E. Lee. He commanded the Army of North Virginia, and he ran one of the most successful southern armies. And then overall, he actually ran the rest of the Confederate armies in total. He 
Robert was the first person who actually tried to invade the North and got almost the closest. Um, and as said when explaining everything about the bull run, he also took place in that. Well, not also, just he did take place in it. And yeah, that was great. And we're going to talk about someone from the Union. And he goes by the name by Ulysses S. Grant. He led the Union armies to victory over the Confederacy, actually. He was a military officer as well as a politician who later became the 28th president. And Grant defeated General Robert E. Lee and his army of North Virginia and Petersburg. And that caused them to surrender, as explained. And now, finally, I know this one is quite shorter, we have another member of the Confederate States. He actually had a major role. Well, you'll see. And introducing is Jefferson Davis. Well, he was the Confederate States of America's president. He, he, though he was the president of the Confederate States, not much is known about him right now. I mean, sure, we know that some of his morals to us were kind of messed up. And that, well... As said, for like the third time, he was the president of the Confederacy. But with the war, at one point he had people go out to Europe to buy guns and ammunition because of how low on weapons they were. He also was the one who appointed Robert Lee as commander of the Army of North Virginia. So I suppose there is... Uh, was something pretty significant in the war. Cause... Anyways, now with all the following people, I would like to state that besides the list, Abraham Lincoln was one of the most important people. But, I mean, much is already said known about what he did. So, with him out of the list and picture, I believe Ulysses S. Grant was the most important he was the one who stopped some of the South's advances to the North. He himself was a military officer, so had some knowledge of battle already. And later on, people um, thought well of him enough to include him on the now long list of former presidents, winning an election as the 28th president. And in total, that, that really shows that he... Uh, he really was dedicated to the country, and he helped that much within the war that when he ran, he won. People wanted him on their side. So that concludes the entire three best things of the Civil War.